Ethical disclaimer. While Diana and I are psychologists, we aren't your psychologists. Reverse psychology is not a replacement for therapy. If you're interested in speaking with a therapist, please check out some of the links in our episode description. Now, on with the show. Yeah. Yeah, take yeah, it out. It's easier to just, yeah, just grip hold it. it like this. Yeah. yeah. Grip it and rip it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I think this okay. is a golf <laughs> We're not talking about, This isn't a jerk off podcast <laughs> Joke's on you, it is Do you see the Scarlett Johansson ASMR? What? Oh no I gotta go, I gotta go check this out real quick <laughs> Wait, we need to like start it And then introduce our Let's guest Let's start it Because our guest has already been talking about Yeah <laughs> Our guests could not follow rules. We have one rule. No rules. Oh, it's like a fight club. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw it. I was too yeah. scared. Move. <laughs> <laughs> too violent. This is Reverse Psychology Podcast. Let's, what? Let's get the energy pumped up. All right. Hey. Hey. hey this is Reverse Psychology, our podcast. It's our being everyone's. Hour. It's communal. Mm-hmm. We never say what it's about. <laughs> it's I don't think we're still workshopping it. It's a podcast about. How many episodes in are you? Shh, oh, shh, sorry. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast about psychology, and it, we think we're funny. And I'm Dr. Diana. I'm a licensed psychologist and board certified behavior analyst with a PhD in psych in school psychology. Good. <laughs> Got it. School psychology. Who are you? I've been asking myself that a lot lately. Okay. I'm Dr. Mike. I'm a licensed doctor of psychology in the field of clinical for adults, <laughs> which is probably the most parsimonious way to say that. And to my right, your left, mm-hmm. we have a guest today. Yay. Here we have a guest. Popcorn to you. <laughs> Wait, Wait. Our guest has specific instructions about how we refer to him. Okay. Let's, he has a, let's, okay. let's describe him and see if people can guess who we're talking about. <laughs> He's tall. He identifies as Caucasian. He has been referred to as a tall drink of water. Yeah. By our gay friend who yep. was interested in him. Uh-huh. He is a bit of a tease. Mm-hmm. He's married, ladies and men. He's married to a lady. So, guys, that door's still open. I feel like you're undermining my qualifications here. <laughs> <laughs> He is, a, he is a doctorate, but doesn't like to be called doctor. Yeah. Don't call him doctor. All right. Let's let him talk. We have Logan. Yay. Thanks for being here. It's a, it's a real pleasure. Finally, some more dudes on the show. <laughs> this whole... It's turned into real fest. <laughs> Take that out. Take that out. Do not leave that in. Don't leave that in. Okay, I think the next 45 minutes is just going to be Mike saying things and Logan laughing really hard, not being able to get through anything. (laughs) Oh, that's so, that's so. While Logan's laughing, I'll tell you, he is an IO psychologist. Yeah, which we don't know what that is. Yeah, which before Logan, I mean, I've never had an IO psychologist friend, to be honest. by, By choice. (laughs) <laughs> no, I just didn't know. Are there? They just don't seem to be that many. Are there that many? Oh, are you endangered? There are not a lot. I think it's one of the smaller divisions of APA. What is an IO psychologist? Industrial organizational psychologist. So we study human behavior in the workplace. Mm. Yep, that's about it. That's okay. <laughs> all right. That, that's, but, that covers it. Tune in next week. <laughs> it's not a big presence in the field of psychology, but an important one. So Logan and I. This is Dr. Diana. This is Dr. Diana speaking. It, this is a difficult episode where we're all kind of have the same voice. So let's all identify ourselves before we talk. This okay. has been Dr. Mike. Yeah. No. Okay. Over and so, out. Over and out. Yeah. So I met Logan at a, an event for getting better at teaching. <laughs> it wasn't mandatory. No. It like wasn't. we chose to go. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Twice. Three times I went. I, I've been many times. Aww. Yeah. I had a rough it, go. Has it stuck yet? Uh, yes. They yeah. give you free lunch. Oh. Which is why we go. Yeah. yeah. For the public sandwiches and the cookies mm-hmm. and the Caesar salad. And But the first time, I don't know remember how we started talking, but the second time we both had Tom's shoes on. And yeah. I was like, yep. if there's another professor out here that's wearing yep. Tom's shoes, we're going to be friends. <laughs> That's great. That's like a very childish way to make friends, too. It's like, we have this same red shirt. Yeah. Totally. Do you want to sleep over? I didn't. And then you bring a dude back home or like, hey, this guy is sleeping at our house tonight. Well, the first event that we invited him to was the screening party of the room. That was traumatizing. Yeah. yeah t- tell us how that was. How was it hanging out with us the first time? Well, 
I'm driving home at like 11 o'clock and I call my wife and I try to explain to her what I spent the last three hours doing. Yeah. That was a very difficult conversation. Was she worried for you? Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she was. She questioned my friendship choices and I was saying, oh, limited options. I mean, it's Florida. So. Yeah. And our friend Ben came in. He wears kilts. Yes, he does. He wears harem pants and kilts yeah. on the rig. And a big Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's a... Striking he's a, visual. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a muscular dude. Like, he he's is. strong. He's, he's great very shoulders. strong. In case he's listening, he's very strong. Yeah. Logan, is he stronger than you? In some cases, yeah. But I can deadlift more, so that's what matters. Yeah, that's good. That is. Yeah. It's all the, is, that, yeah. is that the, like, that's the that's thing? That's the true marker of strength. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, what's the, what's the, like... I think it's standing up to your friends is the true marker of strength. Yeah. That was in Harry Potter. Oh, was it? Yeah. When oh. Neville strands, stands up to uh, Harry when he's about... It doesn't matter. This is yeah, not oh, a good that, story. That, was, that the, was that the part in the book where he said that and then Dumbledore is like, no, deadlifting is the true marker of strength? Wait, wait, wait. So what is the like the weightlifting thing, activity that is like, if you're fucking strong, you're going to be able to do this really well? I think it just depends on who you ask. Like if you said, what's, what is athleticism? You'd probably get a different answer from mm. every athlete. Mm. Yeah, good like call. Like a gymnast will say something, a sprinter will say something else. That's and, right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But it's probably the deadlift, if we're being honest. If we're being, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I was trying to get you to say. The deadlift. <laughs> Wait, do we have anything to talk about before we get to the IOGs? <laughs> Is, like, to talk about, are we... Like, a, do we have any reviews or anything? We have an updated review. We we had two we have an updated then we had a review but I can't find it but some I mean this may have been a dream that I had the other day uh, <laughs> someone posted that they asked their therapist to listen to it oh yeah yeah, yeah. you did tell me about that I can't that. find that though I, they may have deleted it because they didn't want us to read it on the air but jokes on them because I have a good memory <laughs> I don't remember their name but I do remember that it was very touching because they had their therapist listen to it. the therapist uh, is like oh I love it well the therapist said specifically I love Dr Mike yeah. Well, okay. that's why I remembered it. Maybe yep. it was just she listened to the wrong episode. Probably. Or he. I don't know. What that the one that yeah. you did by yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's just like this This lonely man. Uh, we have that. We have the person from last week who said, please don't stop doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. Updated saying you've redeemed yourself. Yay. So Great. you can stop now. So now we can stop. I want to read really quickly i posted this on our facebook page and if you listen to this and you have facebook go like that go like it because we put some real good content also change your privacy settings because they're constantly undoing them this is a text from mike the other day i feel like i'm having a fever dream to which i say why and then he says someone has a random alarm going off meanwhile someone in this hallway is loudly loudly playing feliz navidad on repeat one person is singing to it but as (laughs) There's fleas on my dog. A second person is singing to it about one and one third beats off as the police stole my car. Meanwhile, I'm on a conference call and the room I'm called into is quietly watching a video on low volume. So basically, I'm listening to people watching a movie. Yeah, it was a... I've, I've, <laughs> that was a lot to text. I really appreciate the detail. Yeah, no, I've felt like I was losing my goddamn mind. All right. So that's all our updates. Yeah. Logan, how was your week this week? It was good. Finished teaching, graded a lot of exams. Good. Oh, we Got should some negative say. Feedback. Oh well, that, that's per use. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to talk. You're about not it. a professor unless you get those negative comments. Oh yeah, I've got, I've gotten a few. I've learned not to look at my professor anymore. Oh, you don't uh, anymore? No, it was super. Uh, I, I had a, a 5.0 rating, so naturally I looked at it often up until. <laughs> last semester i got reamed pretty hard by like one student who logged in four different times oh different different names yep oh. yeah and and then there, there's no recourse on rate my professor you can't say she's making up lies about me <laughs> like none of what she's saying is actually um, true what happened in my class so i just had to i felt like uh, i was a junior higher just well, trying to live in the social media age oh yeah. i was actually just pulled up rate my professor oh i don't want to hear it there's You're a most tell me anyway. helpful rating at the top, I want you to read. Most helpful. Can you, can you see it? Yeah. I took this class with Logan because I thought it was another one of those <laughs> X-Men movies. It's X-Men, for God's sake. <laughs> but X-Men. It was not. It was not. It was not. Oh, man. The lack of punctuation is painful. This Sounds was like not an English class. 
but I learned a lot about business. Yeah. If you're looking for Logan the movie, keep looking. If you're looking for Logan the professor, it just might be this guy. Aww. Aww. That's Most sweet. helpful high rating from Dr. Mike. <laughs> You told Did me you like, leave that? You told me like a year ago that that kid was harassing you on it and, and you're like I have no recourse. In my mind I was like I have recourse. Oh my I, gosh. For that every, means a lot to me. Thank you. For every fake negative, I'm just going to put a fake positive. <laughs> Wait, you had bad punctuation? <laughs> you called an X-man. I mean, <laughs> he, he just totally made fun of you. I know. I'm going to change it to a negative one now. No, I thought it was funny. So <laughs> it's funnier to call it an X-man movie. <laughs> well, it makes it more plausible that it came from a right, student. Yeah, right, I was right. in the minds of a freshman. So our, what we're saying is that Rate My Professor is a reliable source. I think what's worse than the Rate My Professor personally is the anonymous reviews. Those are worse? For me. Oh, really? Yeah. Like you get some real shit talk? Yeah. And wow. it's not even like constructive stuff. It's like you said that offensive thing that one time. Like, oh. Do they, do they describe what that offensive no. thing? Yeah, that's... it's. It's completely unproductive, unhelpful. Mm-hmm. If you're a student listening and you're going to give... Give specific yeah. negative feedback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, So I'll collect feedback uh, anonymously, although some students still put their name on it. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Like I tell them, there's no space for you to put a name. And I did that intentionally. Like, I don't want to know who this comes from. Uh, but no, you're, have, you're just playing hard to get. I try to. <laughs> uh, so I have some students who will uh, say that they're unhappy with how the class is going. And then I'll tell them, well, you have to tell me why you're unhappy yeah. without the classes mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. or else we're just kind of shit out of luck. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, do you want, do you want me to talk more? You want me to talk less? <laughs> yeah. You want more videos? You want fewer videos? You want more discussion? Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's dumber it's, jokes. I want you to just anticipate my needs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Totally. So I'll just quote them and put it on the board mm-hmm. the next class Good. and say, whoever this was stand up, own up to your shit and tell me what to do better. Put your face against the wall. Yeah, your negative feedback sucks. <laughs> All right. Push-up contest. <laughs> That's how you got this job, wasn't it? You were a student. You out-push-up to teacher. I did, yeah. And you've been He's since... dead in a dumpster now. Good. Yeah. Dead in a dumpster. Speaking <laughs> of students. So gross. Sorry. The needs of students. This you is... cut that out, right? No. <laughs> this is the one-year anniversary of one of my most touching student emails. Okay. I want to read. I got this exactly one year ago. At, okay. But at 10.39 p.m. So the time's coming up. The time anniversary. <laughs> hey, dude. Already a great start. Yeah. This is <laughs> random as hell. But I had you for psych freshman year. And I remember you being cool enough to probably answer this question. LOL, period. Okay. Again, Good punctuation. For your brain to, period, smoke weed during finals <laughs> week, question mark. I could see it being good to get the stress out and stuff, but is it bad for your your memory and brain power? I'm also high as a kite, which is entirely why I'm emailing you right now. Ha ha, period. Let me know. Thanks, Pete. It sounds like he already made his decision. He already Because this is finals week. This is finals week, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I'm already high as a kite. And then he's like, oh shit, did I fuck myself over? Let me email this professor I had three years ago. It's not a bad email. No, it's touching. I kept it. Yeah. What did you just, say to him? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I just I kept drafting up things, and, <laughs> and I was like, I, I eventually just I never responded. Oh, mm-hmm. you ghosted him. Yeah, I did. All right, so that reached its um, natural conclusion. Natural fizzle out point. <laughs> yeah, let's meet. Let's so, let's get to know Logan. Yeah, let me ask Logan, what brought you to IO Psych? Um, mostly searching for employment. Yeah, was it the money or the girls? It was it was the money. Okay. Yeah. IO Psychs I was on, engaged at the time. Oh. oh. IO Psychs make more money on average than other psychs. Yeah. Actually, this is like a what do you not PDA? That's public displays. What's <laughs> what's the thing? PSA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for all undergraduate it's very psych different. majors out there. Yeah. That <laughs> uh, IO is is a wonderful career. Like the. So I was a junior. I was in community college. I had to declare a major. Uh, before going to a four-year school and then um, I had a conversation with my uncle who's a very sound businessman and he said god bless you I never know what to say when people cough like nothing. I feel like you have some obligation no. to you say stop it you say nothing are you, are you okay yeah that's what you say I put my hand on their chest and their back and I go you okay yeah 
like the Heimlich <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like you're prepared to take care of them if anything goes wrong. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, I'm not that kind of doctor. Ah, never mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, my uncle told me what on average does an undergraduate psych major make after graduating? And I told him, uh, about $40,000. He said, okay, let's, let's talk about how quickly $40,000 is going to go. <laughs> Just kidding. So, so he, he, um, sorry, Diana. Uh, <laughs> but, make more than a little bit more. Uh, so after this conversation, I was trying to explore some careers, realized that I couldn't really do much with an undergraduate degree. Unfortunately, uh, a bachelor's in psych, you don't really get to work in psych as a discipline. I think y'all have already talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like a crisis counselor and then like oh, really? worked in a group home. Yeah, I mean, okay. but nothing like substantial. It was like peon level work. What do you mean substantial? Like that's that sounds like heavy um, work. Yeah, no, I mean, it's substantial in the financial aspect. Oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of substance, the living kind. Yeah. So uh, I looked on a website that's now defunct. I think it was called about.com and looked for the top 10 careers that an undergraduate psych person could do or get into. And they were all graduate degrees. Uh, There's like sports psychology, engineering psychology, IO psychology. And then they listed the average uh, average salary of those different jobs. And that's how I found out about IO. I talked to an advisor. He knew an IO psychologist who had graduated from my school a few years prior. And then I learned from him what the career was like and decided to apply to graduate school just in that one discipline. I thought when I was applying to graduate school that you had to choose one program. So I just applied to five schools with that one program because I thought I wasn't allowed to apply to multiple different types of programs. Mm. Oh, within My one educational school. journey is a joke. Like I well, applied no, to I one mean- school and I w- applied like six months late and didn't get to start till the spring semester. <laughs> Well, that tells you about how competitive yeah. or not like, I own it. Yeah, it's like, please give me your money. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I feel like it was systematic. I feel like you were pretty systematic about it. Like you. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So then PhD and IO. So where do I want to go with this? Oh, I wanted to say one other thing, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah well, that's okay. We, yeah. we can just cut it out. Don't worry. Uh, so uh, like after getting... In, in IO, you can choose to do basically one of two careers. One is to go into uh, academia, become a professor. And then the other one is to work in what is the IO equivalent of practice. So you do a lot of consulting. Uh, you can work internally in a company like I... Uh, sp- Let's see, I'm trying to decide if I should share where I worked before. I worked at a large tech firm. Hmm. Um, I hmm. did an internship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to know what it is, you can Google it. <laughs> If you know what I mean, yeah, <laughs> you can. They'll have it to you in two days. If you know what I mean, yeah. If you're curious, you can pets.com it. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jeeves; he knows where I work. <laughs> yeah, so you can do one of those few things and find out where I worked, um, and then uh, you can also work internally, like for the for the government, which I, I work for the Department of Defense for a little bit. DOD is the What was largest your security th- level clearance? It was top secret. Oh. Was it? Yeah. It's badass. Yeah. You have to do... Uh, I, I don't think I'm allowed What's, to talk about the yeah, selection no, process. No. What is what the coolest doing? secret they told you? we're going to talk about selection today. Yeah. That's oh, a nice segue. Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. What's the juiciest secret they, could, they said you couldn't tell people? We'll cut it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll bleep it. This was worry. right after Snowden. So there was a lot oh. of discussion about what you are and are not allowed to say. Oh, did they specifically mention podcast that could be a loophole they didn't actually oh yeah, yeah. wait um it could be a loophole it could be a loophole <laughs> i want to just also offer that you went into io psych for the money and yeah ended up doing the least lucrative part of io son of a bitch yeah, well, yeah nobody's put it to me that way yeah well yeah. um but i really like i think the eventually my intrinsic motivation took over like i realized that money wasn't going to be good mm. enough. Mm. Oh. Mm. Um, nice. But that that was only after doing two internships where I thought this work really, it, it, it's, yeah. It's grueling. It can be. I think uh, consulting is, you get paid by the hour in some senses. So like if you're getting paid $250,000 a year, mind you, that's not what I was paid. I was an intern. Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're, I mean, you're just probably, like 200000 a year? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're still, like you're working 80 to 100 hours a, a week. So, mm. and I don't know that the pay per hour really uh, ends up being worth it because you don't have a life outside of it. Yeah. Mm. So, academia, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. There's and a lot of free time. Yeah. 
So, what, what, Logan, what do you want to talk about today? Yeah, what are we learning? We're learning about hiring. So, uh, this is one of the, like, the bread and butter of IO psychology. Um, mm. The... Now I feel like I'm saying something dirty because the no, no, Mike sounds, loves bread and butter. Oh, I do. Yeah. He What's the ratio? Uses so much butter. Yeah. Beneficial. Um, he he uses so much butter. I think we talked about it that I thought it was slices of cheese. <laughs> yeah. On a piece of bread. Yeah. It just wasn't toasted all the way, so it wasn't melting. It's healthy fats. Yeah. It's, but it's no, I mean it's thick slices. So yeah, I like. Th- so it's not going everything. To melt. In life, should be thick slice, thick slice bacon, thick, yeah. th- thick slice cheese. I don't like thick slice bacon or thick, thick sliced cheese. butter. We're never gonna get through Logan's four pages. Oh my of notes. god, we're never gonna get get this. No, this thing is over. good. This is it's gonna be fine. Okay. Um, good. So good. I don't. <laughs> I don't know why I need to like <laughs> comfort you guys. Um, I feel better now. So I, I wanted to start by asking some questions that are pretty common. Like, I think these are the stereotypical. Ooh, are um, we going to be the subjects? You're the subjects. Yes. Yeah. Are we the interviewees? Okay. You are. What's yeah. the job? Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll Which t- is good. That's how I approach most job interviews <laughs> <laughs> before grad school. So uh, I, I got these from Glassdoor, uh, mm. which is a website that collects a lot of data on like the salaries and hiring processes Mm -hmm. uh, in organizations. So these were the top 25 questions. I'm only going to give you a couple because it gets boring after a while. I'm going to bust through this glass door. Um, And then I'll say the organization. So these are the top 25 in 2014. Okay. Here's one for Zappos. If you could throw a parade of any caliber through the Zappos office, what type of parade would it be? I'm already I'm, judging oh, you right I'm now. Like a, like a Rio, like a Mardi Gras parade. Oh, so you, you Mardi want, Gras? He wants tits in the office. I'm a big <laughs> fan of drum lines, and I feel like it gets people up and moving and energized, so I'd have a drum line parade. Okay. I just like the colors and the flair of a Mardi Gras, like all the beads and the making out mm. and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never been. I don't I don't know either. frame of reference for what you're talking about. Okay. You've never seen uh, a drum I've, line? I've seen a drum line. Have you seen Drumline the movie? Unfortunately. No, oh, this is yeah, where you turn it and you start asking yeah, them questions. Yeah, now I'm in the power seat. Yeah. Well, have you seen Drumline the movie? Have you even seen it? Have Bro? you even do you, seen do you it? Do you even Drumline? I remember the scene <laughs> where go. the um, guy drums on the other guy's drum Ooh. and there was yeah, like serious disrespect. Faux pas. Yeah. Here, I'm going to stand behind you and I'm going to teach you how to drum. Okay. <laughs> Ghost style. <laughs> now who's in charge of this interview? <laughs> is this an interview? It doesn't feel like one. Yeah, because it feels like I already work here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what oh, you that's want. Good. That's good. Let's go grab lunch. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, another one. Okay. Uh, so wait, did we get a good score? We'll we'll talk about that. Okay. That, that's a great question. <laughs> okay. But that's not where we're at right now. Uh, okay, here's another do you, one. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, am I doing a good job? <laughs> we're we're legally obligated not to answer that question. Okay. Uh, Airbnb. How lucky are you, and why? Oh wait, that's the company. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think were, I was saying? I thought you were, I thought you were saying like. Just like you score a good Airbnb apartment. Like, how lucky are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Air- like the tagline for yeah. the company? Yeah, 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 yeah. How lucky are you? How- so, wait, say the question again. How lucky are you and why? That's an interview question from oh, Airbnb. Oh, I'm super lucky because I because of my white privilege. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, that's saying something. Wow. I mean, okay, I, don't, do an- I, don't, I don't take advantage. I try not to take advantage of it, but I do know I have yeah. it. We have a duty to use it appropriately and to I can't answer. tell yeah. if you're if you're no this is still me answering oh, still the question, you answer the question. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wasn't sure if you'd gotten on a soapbox <laughs> well sometimes <laughs> like, i do in an interview white privilege, here's my lecture on it yeah, yeah well sometimes you gotta sometimes to are the you, other two white people in the room are yeah. you lucky i would say that while yes there are certain things i'm very lucky about i take pains to sabotage my own luck so then i can work hard you through self-handicap. it <laughs> i am an avid self-handicapper because i don't feel like i should have have any privileges yeah that's very humble of you okay yeah. i got one more okay um actually i have 23 more but um uh, i like this would you rather eat chocolate pudding that tastes like poop wait or this cannot that like Is it from a- it's an interview question okay wait For- from what company not it's not disclosed oh okay sorry all right cool. so say it again would you rather eat chocolate pudding that tastes like poop or eat poop that tastes like chocolate what? pudding. Who would not say the second one? Eat poop? You yeah. want to eat poop? <laughs> I mean, Gross. it's how it tastes. No, you definitely. That matters. But think of all of the the, the like nastiness that the, you're consuming, even though it tastes good. You want to eat something that tastes like shit. It, but I'm not actually eating is. shit. 
It doesn't matter. It still tastes like shit. Still, but like the I, microbes okay, that are going inside of my body. You're doing a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there any other highlights? Because I like this. You any like other? These? I like learning more about myself. Is okay, there any other fun here, questions? Here's one more from Apple. Okay. Uh, okay. If you were a pizza delivery person, how yeah. would you benefit from scissors? Scissoring? Cut that out. That was gross. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> no, it's no not even a thing. Off. No, no okay, sex okay, acts. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, from you? scissors, Wait. like the physical. Wait, the sorry, what things. company? Apple. Apple had and this as one of their they questions. They said what? Sorry. If you were a pizza delivery person, how could you benefit from scissors? Oh, I would, like I could help people clip the coupons that they give me to make it a little bit more compact. Oh, oh that's nice. That's yeah. nice. Um, if I, I've never been a pizza delivery man. I've only played one in a series of films. <laughs> uh, but I, um, person. Pizza delivery person. person. I said no, delivery person, person with pizza delivery. The, the film was called Pizza Delivery Man. It pl- plays a big role in. Why had a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't know if they put together the pizza boxes, but I feel like it could help to to make my job easier to put together pizza boxes. Okay. Also, That's... I have seen at some places they use it to cut slices of pizza. Yeah, they do. Really? They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh. I've seen that. But they're like special scissors. They're not. You think like... the delivery person would be responsible for that? I, I or the person making the, the pizza. If the customer looks and goes, "Hey," and this, this pizza's not cut right, I can pull out <laughs> Are my. You trying to do an accent? No, I'm just trying to be angry. <laughs> and then I could cut it for him. Okay. Customer cut, service. And you're like, cut, cut it, it out. out. Yeah. So it's also like a prop that you get to use in your stand-up yeah like a carrot top style yeah. prop i can also if um, wait i have one what's yours oh, no you go you go all right i'll go okay oh, no, no no, no, no. you're go. the interviewer yeah um i would like to use scissors to cut a lock of hair from each person that i deliver from for Aww. that night so i collect that ball of hair yeah and oh my I, god yeah <laughs> the interviewer would call the police <laughs> <laughs> i know that's a hypothetical <laughs> hypothetically yeah if i get mugged i would sh- i would stick those into the Tummy of the mugger. Oh yeah. Tummy, okay. Tummy. <laughs> tummy. Yeah. Was it right? Was the right answer? So there, there are no right answers in oh. this. Um, oh. At least they don't like the interviewers aren't the ones posting what's this. What's the so. point? Exactly. Well, we'll yeah, what's the we'll point get of to this that. Job? that okay. So uh, why am I why am I delivering pizzas for Apple? Yeah. Yeah. Also, a really good question. Thank you. Yeah, because it doesn't really say what these jobs are uh, are for. Um, for Steve Jobs. So I, I was thinking about uh, these questions, like why would why would organizations ask questions like this? Uh, and I think the fact that it's ambiguous to applicants is not is not actually beneficial. But ultimately, the purpose of selection and hiring and hiring being the end of the selection process is to add value to the organization. So in the interview process, you're trying to get information on applicants. Mm. But there are actually a whole bunch of different ways that we can do this. We can get information on applicants. Do you know, like in your experience with applying for jobs, what other things have you done other than interviews? Wait, wait, wait. I think I remember this from the ETPP. Is there something called what is that? bio data? That is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Life history information. It was the big licensing exam I studied for oh, okay. that you don't okay. have to take as yeah. an I.O. person. Wow, thank God. Um, I vote on that every year. It's like, yeah. please don't, yeah. APA. Don't <laughs> really? make us do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Wait, so other things that they collect. Yeah. Right. What so, was your bio data? What was the... So that's personal yeah. life history information. Is that like your resume, data. CV? Yeah. Like your demographics? Did. Yeah. Like past history, Even jobs? Like childhood experiences. Oh, really? Yeah. I never I heard to write about like, those. Like broken bones? That could be a question. Like, yeah. Like if you can correlate personal history information with job performance, uh-huh. then you're technically allowed to ask those hmm. questions. Oh. Yeah. It was like um, First grades. Kiss. Yeah. How many partners you've had? Previous salary. I don't think you can ask that question. No, you can't. I always volunteer it, though. You know what's interesting? It's on my CV. (laughs) (laughs) How many? How many partners I've had? Just only one that matters is you. Aww. And then it's a picture of you on my CV. Do you know what's funny about that? Is that in other countries, they you have to submit a picture of yourself on your really resume. Yeah, that's problematic. It's why did they do that? Hugely problematic. It's big. It's a big practice in South America. Someone was just telling me yesterday that it's a practice in Korea. I mean, it's Aww. definitely a way to be ageist, sexist. Yeah, I'm not sure what value that. That's why adds. I think. Yeah, unless your face is job relevant. Yeah, unless you're like applying for Hooters. 
or like a model. Yeah. There's a legislation about, I don't know if it's technically legislation, but there was a case about Hooters and they said that we're not selling, there's some quote, not we're not selling, selling food. food like we're selling experience. this visual experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've ever had their wings, they are definitely not selling food. There you go. Well, <laughs> I. So it's, it's the, it stands to reason yeah. that, yeah, the steps Ex- up. Exhibit A, <laughs> the quality of this food. Yeah. I was just saying the other day that I'm glad we live in a cultural moment where places like Hooters aren't popular anymore because it's seen as like maybe a like taboo like, yeah taboo yeah and like maybe the women are shouldn't be used in that capacity anymore kind of thing so i'm glad that we're moving in that direction hmm. yeah. yeah so they uh it ends up being defensible legally defensible because they say that what they're what the job is for is for this visual aspect. And so they're allowed to select on physical appearance because it's job relevant. Like it's it's linked to business necessity. And I think that- Yeah, it's the same thing with um, plays in New York. I know there was some like mm. court hearings because people weren't getting cast because of like weight and race and gender and stuff. And then the play producers would be like, well, well the, the role is asking for a like slim white woman. Mm-hmm. We can't cast this. 85-year-old African-American man for mm. that role. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. They found a way around Hamilton it. Hamilton really flipped that. Yeah. George Washington was black, apparently. <laughs> he was. I saw in a documentary. <laughs> uh, Diana, you mentioned biodata. There mm-hmm. also, you probably did cognitive ability tests like the SAT or the GRE to get into grad school. Yeah. Um, actually, you definitely a, did. Yeah. I've never had a job, though, that asked me to do any sort of like personality test. Or... Did you ever have to report GPA for... Yeah. A job? For a job. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? What job? I think like usually I put it. My earlier jobs, post-college, pre-grad school would ask for yeah. GPA. Hmm. Um, well. I also. I, I didn't kill it in college, but I did get it in grad school. So. I applied for a job with a government agency uh, that is good in secrets. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they had me do. A, getting secrets or keeping secrets? Uh, both. Oh. I had to sign an NDA that I was applying for it. Uh, and then I think you told me that. I told everyone. <laughs> and uh, But they had me do two personality tests. And it was actually mm. funny because I was studying for the licensure exam and there was like a hierarchy of which tests are good and bad for hiring. And the two, I forgot which two were the lowest listed for the ECCP, but these two were the two that this organization had me take. Oh, really? And then they called me, offered me an interview. But at that time, I was like, I feel like I would not be happy working for you. Did you say it's because your selection system sucks? I, like I'm dubious that, of who you're going to hire because these are not Yeah, that was part of it. Also, also part of it is like the policies that they engage in. Also that, yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's there's a whole bunch of different types of tests. Uh, the bio data, job knowledge, personality tests. Personality is very common. Um, there are also things uh, called job simulations. Where oh, I was going to say, I think what, what I learned, and you tell me if this mm-hmm. is right, the most predictive of outcomes in terms of worker ability mm-hmm. or like job performance. Know, yeah, job performance, mm-hmm. right? Is these, like you just said, <laughs> job simulators, mm-hmm. right? Is that yeah. true? Yeah. The, so the, the idea is that the closer that you can get to what you're actually going to be doing on the job in the selection context the more likely it is that the information you're collecting in that selection process is going to be predictive of actual behavior. So like if you're a pilot and you are like, I'm a great pilot Mm -hmm. and you're being interviewed and they're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Start flying this plane or like what, what would you do with scissors if you're a pizza delivery man? Um, and they killed that answer. Then they'd be like, great, go fly your planes. But instead put them in a flight simulator see how they do yeah so the, your best like the clo- uh, the closer you can align like if these are two like it's a venn diagram of job performance on one side and selection performance on the other the more aligned those two things are the more likely it is that you're going to actually get the right person i had um a friend who was a massage therapist and she was interviewing for a position at a day spa and they were like oh, the owner was like all right cool well give me a massage that was like the interview mm. and that seems problematic well i mean if you that want person's it, also a masseuse it's probably it's probably it, the it, most it does indicative. Sound weird. Yeah. what do you think about that giving a massage to someone as a job interview if you're interviewing for that i think it's great i think you, there's some like ethical issues around it that you want to be careful of like you don't want there to be some inappropriate like power dynamic or mm-hmm. um 
massaging the owner like i, I mean that it seems weird it does seem weird but like actually giving a massage to determine if you're a good masseuse that's that's a great work simulation yeah i'd like to be the person who gets the massage and reports to the owner if it was a good one or well, not. I think that makes more mm. sense. Yeah. Like if it's like, hey, we have someone here. But how would you, the owner trust that I knew what a good massage was? If they go to you a lot, maybe. If it's like, oh, like I'm also a masseuse. Yeah, maybe even that. Like yeah. if you're a masseuse, or if you're just like a frequent customer who has been known to like complain a lot. It's like, hey, here's my most difficult customer. If you can give her a massage. Yeah. Oh, that seems like a great job. Oh, we, sh- we should start applying for that. I'll be your massage tester. You probably have to get a lot of bad massages. Wait, though. I'm not gonna be a masseuse. I don't no, want to. No, no, you, no. You just go to massage parlors. I think if they're legit, they're not called parlors. I don't yeah, think they're called parlors. <laughs> yeah. And then you say, "Hey, I want a massage brothel." Yeah, I want to work for you, testing your new massage therapist. <laughs> I want you to have this job created for me to do for you. Yeah, I have I my CV. I won't take any pay. I'll just take the yeah, massages. Yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely. It's kind of like how it's just getting derailed. This is like those schools, only... schools for people who want to be dentists. Then you get go and you get like cheap dental work yeah. done. Yeah. But it said it's like it's, just cheap yeah. massages. They have that for psychologists too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got that's my ten dollars sessions. Being a student. Yeah. As a psychology student. Yeah. yeah. I had I, I had a bad experience. I, it was largely good, but I had one time where I was talking uh, with the this the student. He was I think a third year, and I told him about something that had happened in my relationship with my wife and he's like that is so disempowering and he was just shaking his head looking at me he's like so disempowering Ooh. and then i thought about it like obviously that was really hurtful it was um, disempowering for you like he was saying like oh you're- what i did my oh. action was oh. very disempowering to, oh. to my wife wow that was a um, scolding yeah, yeah. that and was so a I told, confrontation i told uh my wife about i'm avoiding i don't like using the possessive all the time but i'm avoiding saying her name that's, that's probably fine. Yeah, probably okay. a good thing. Um, Let's give her a code name. So I told I told my wife about the experience, <laughs> and she agreed with me. It's like uh, even though she she had felt hurt by what I did, she's like the way that he talked to you about that was probably not very helpful. Yeah. So I went back to him the next session. I'm like, bro, that was not very nice what you did. <laughs> nice. Like that, I'm glad that, that you said that. that. Yeah, hurt that's my good feelings. to give feedback. How did he take the feedback? It, it, great. Oh, yeah. good. That's good. Really good. I feel like that doesn't happen enough in therapy it where does not. the client says, look at it, like that that came off wrong, but that's the best way to use therapy. So, But I, th- I think like... You're winning therapy. You have like a somebody who you assume is an expert, so whatever they do is probably good, and if mm-hmm. something bad happens, it's your fault as the mm-hmm. client. Interesting. Like that was my perspective until... Yeah. But I had had a few years of therapy at this point, so I was like, no, uh, no. This, this is a red flag. I've been getting therapy longer than you've been doing therapy. <laughs> exactly. So take a lesson. Anyway, there are some less uh, or less valid forms of gathering information in a selection context. Like, do you know about social media scraping? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I almost paused it. Do you know about the social media? Have you heard? <laughs> have you heard about this trend? Yeah, I've all, I've heard about one page, which is the reverse psychology page on Facebook. Oh, I've which heard is, it's great. Which has been a really good yeah. area. On Facebook. I also heard that on social media, they have an email address. <laughs> Rev.psychast at gmail.com. Cool. All so right. social media scraping. Yeah. yeah. Like this, this is just it's Googling their name. Yeah. And it's amazing. How scraping is that? Just Googling the applicant's name and seeing what comes up on their social media. A lot of people miss out on jobs because of this. Like we, when our students are about to graduate, they go through a professional communications class. They have to create a LinkedIn. They have to use a LinkedIn pro- photo that is professionally done. We do, we do it at the university, but a lot of the times, like they're taking bathroom selfies. Yeah. Um, not I shouldn't say a lot, but if it's like fifteen percent of your students, yeah, like you're talking about hundreds of people who just graduated. But what if they're applying for a job as a bathroom attendant? Then that's perfectly appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. If they're gonna like distribute mints and towels, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you want to see like, them this in the is what it's gonna look like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah from your perspective. <laughs> so when you look at me in the mirror. This is what I'm going to look you like. See? <laughs> <laughs> when you look at me in the mirror, what do you see? <laughs> okay, so then uh, interviews are obviously the most common. Um, Wait, you said a lot of people lose out on jobs because of like things that come up in social media. Yeah. Is that just people like not updating their privacy settings? Yeah. Or Okay, so yeah. I have a friend who was arrested for a DUI. And he, what was their name? He said that there's like this whole thing um, out there where sites get your information. Like when you when you have a mugshot 
up on the internet that says like, you know, police records are released, whatever. And then there's these companies that come in and like try to smear your name with that mugshot and like make it look like you have multiple DUIs. Mm. And then um, they demand money. Like if you contact them and and you're like, can you take this down? Like this is, you know, could be potentially career ruining. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, we'll do it for this amount of money. But they're all like offshore. So you can't like report them. So anyway, it's sort of like blackmailing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know about that. It's problematic. Yeah, it uh, is because it like it really. Do, I mean, especially if you're in a career that's like very, you don't want to have that on your yeah, background. like anything involving like secret information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Understandably, applicants have a we have like a resistance to this idea of passive data collection. So where we're not intentionally putting forward the information, but it's still being gathered. So social media is one one of those sources and. I'm not sure what the most recent conversation is about the legality of it. Um, Mm. We talk about it as a discipline in IO, whether companies should be allowed to look at your, look at any information that you don't provide. So like, it's not on your resume. It's not on like a Vita that you submit. It's not in your cover letter. Um, Like rate my professor if you're applying to academic jobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so that's one other source that's, it's controversial. And I think depending on our, how our data privacy laws develop over the next few years. I'm not sure what that's going to look like. So a whole bunch of different tools that you can use to gather information. But that's that's the point of the selection process is to get information that's hopefully predictive of whether somebody is going to be a good performer on the job. And Mike, I think you're alluding to this, but my guess is that companies do a really bad job with this in general because I've worked at a lot of places where I'm like, how did you get hired? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. like... You are suck at your job. Like the, the process isn't intuitive. Like I, I think that um, I mean that's what keeps IO psychologists employed is that it's kind of challenging. Now that you know, like here's this tool set of you can do assessments, um, which are like the personality test, job test, cognitive ability, interviews, social media, personal history, How integrity good are tests. Personality or cognitive tests. They're great. Uh, but it depends on the job. So uh, generally, cognitive ability tests, if you can measure one one thing through a test, so this is excluding like the job simulation, mm-hmm. uh, if you can measure one thing, you measure intelligence. Mm. Wow. Um, it's very th- predictive of job performance. It's so weird because like that flies in the face of what we talk about in school psychology. How so? Because cognitive testing for us just is possibly related to potential in an academic setting um but motivation is the biggest factor so you could be really you could be highly intelligent but really not give a shit and so not perform well at all in that case you would rather if you're going to measure two things like let's say you're make the assumption that only two things contribute to academic performance motivation and ability you measure motivation yeah I think the most motivated student who has low ability is never going to outperform the like the moderate ability student who's at least moderately motivated. That's fair. So well, maybe yeah, it depends on the depends on what we're talking about. But yeah, yeah I and like fair. what does it mean to be moderate? Yeah, yeah. So I think in in the ter- in terms of job performance, every applicant is going to say that they're motivated. So you just don't get variability in those kinds of questions. But wouldn't that be like past performance and other jobs would tell you a lot about motivation? Yes. But your ability as like a new organization to get a realistic assessment of how they were performing in their previous job is difficult. I also feel like if you're going back to the past performance, you're not knowing like the opportunity that was there or mm-hmm. the environment that may be contrib- like mm-hmm. contributing to performance. So I've got, I definitely think about like places where I've worked where I was probably like pretty terrible at my job, but I also feel like there was like structural things that made it hard mm-hmm. to do well. Changing the like you didn't know what job you had. Yeah. What you were supposed to be doing. No, I don't know. Supervisor never showed up, never yep. told you what the expectations were. Yeah. Mm. You just got fired one day. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Like, turns out. The other thing that I was thinking about as we were talking about past jobs is you and Logan, you and I have talked about this before. Um, it's like, Dr. Logan. Fucking change the <laughs> rules. Yeah. Is letters of rec mm-hmm. and um, like talking to previous supervisors because I've worked with people who are just fuckers, like just awful people. But I know that your got, advisors, past advisors, is that who you're talking about? Or well, no, just like post- in general, just, oh, like, just coworkers just in general, co-workers. or just very yeah. okay, or, or you know, people I'm supervising, and like I was involved in the bringing on process, and like they may have given people's names that I call, and I'm like, hey, how is this person? And they were like, great. 
So it's you. It's there's a bias because it's self selection, right? Like yeah. if I'm applying to a job, I get to say who the job can call to ask about. Because most companies can only say, if you call and you say, did so-and-so work here, that all they can say is yes or no, unless you've given them explicit permission to talk about your past performance. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that what you have more control over in an organization is, like, if you think about ability, motivation, and opportunity being three different levers that are malleable, or like manipulatable, is that a, that's Mal- that malleable? Seem, malleable? Yeah. Or things that an organization can manipulate. They can do very little about ability. Like they can select people with high ability and ability being used in a very, things that make one person different from another that are relatively static. Like they're, these are traits of people. So cognitive ability, even uh, like perceptual ability, physical abilities, the, uh, those sorts of things. So those things are pretty static. They're not going to change much in a person. So the only control that an organization has over those things is who they select because uh, they, they aren't going to change in a, in a person over time. Uh, that's different from motivation opportunity where you could leverage those things the most. Like you can make, you can uh, set up incentives in a way that are going to enhance uh, a person's motivation the most. You're gonna, you can try to create a culture in an organization where their opportunity to perform the job like is, is ideal for this person. Ability, the only thing you have control over, or the only time in which you have control over that is right at the beginning when you're doing the selection. Yeah, it makes so sense. It's like your ability is probably more static than your motivation, which is pretty true. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So motivation's highly variable uh, over time. Do you think that people, by asking those stupid questions that you asked us in the beginning... Those f- fucking moronic <laughs> questions that we had questions answered. I really spent a lot of time developing for y'all. Yeah. yeah. Those, um, those ones. Those questions, those yeah. Questions. Do you I'm think that people page. use that as like a proxy for cognition like oh if you can answer this quickly on your toes like you know give me a quick they're like oh this person is creative and like cognitively advanced or what i don't know whatever do you think that that's part of the reason that people ask those questions yeah i think based on my past experience the the reason why those questions are asked is because a particular hiring manager thinks they're clever like Mm. they think like this is really gonna it's like they think that one piece of information, the one piece of information I get from this question determines whether this person gets the job or not. It's actually a terrible decision. Like if you mm-hmm. think about how complex it is, all of these antecedents to job performance and you decide this is the one question mm-hmm. I'm going to use. Like yeah. wouldn't you want as much information as you can get about it? Like when you <laughs> no, think- No, I'd rather just know if just the, this one question. the doctor I'm going to hire would rather eat poop or eat chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, like in a in a any sort of it like it was choc it was poop that tastes like chocolate. You're hired, head brain surgeon. <laughs> now I'm gonna call your references because those are garbage. Yeah, they they're not gonna add any value. If you think about a dating process, like there's no way that you would decide whether or not to commit to a person long term, which is what a job offer is mm. based on an answer to yeah. one question. Like you want to get a lot of information about that person. Okay. So the fact that like this poop question could be whether they get the job or not that, yeah. that seems a little silly yeah well that's like a good first date question and yeah, then over ma- decide to marry or not marry versus yeah. on that yeah uh, first yeah. date oh yeah. so one time i was asked um on a date no during an interview oh, if you were an thing. animal what kind of animal would you be and why how'd you answer what you what would you guys say? Well, my instinct would be a tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Because <laughs> I like to try hard all the time. <laughs> but you know what? That's not big enough. I'm more of a durannosaurus rex. Because I get stuff done. Yeah, there is no try. There is no try. There's only durannosaurus rexes. You think you'd get any points against you because you didn't actually name a real animal? <laughs> No, or think so. I don't think uh, so. Like this guy clearly has never read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the picture books. Yeah, I know. This, this or an extinct animal, cl- close to an extinct animal. I guess it doesn't matter. Close to extinct. Because it's a triremosaurus. <laughs> yeah. It's not the real it's thing. It's adjacent to an extinct <laughs> animal. <laughs> it's a fictional extinct animal. <laughs> um, I would probably say uh, I would have the body of a human because <laughs> that's the supreme animal and then the head of an eagle because i'm patriotic that's just a little bit what are your me. legs one leg is a dolphin's tail so i can swim fast and the other leg is a different dolphin's tail <laughs> so that's what one animal i would be <laughs> an amalgam of other animals how about you guys what would you be i would be a penguin because they're really cute and fluffy and, and they mate for life I think that's Aww. a. I think Aww. that's a emperor penguin. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. And Mar- Morgan Freeman's always narrating your life. <laughs> <laughs> 
You don't even have to think for yourself. No. Yeah, you Morgan's going to tell you what to do. <laughs> and Logan's walking to school again. <laughs> Penguin school. <laughs> I watched you that said, movie. I would watch that movie. It's Penguin like, school starring Morgan Freeman as the narrator. <laughs> I, I said something probably dumb, but... I think now looking back, I would say I would want to be a seal because they're super cute on the outside, but then they fuck each other to death. <laughs> they do. They're the worst animals. They do. Is it out of malice or out of Wait, confusion? Seal or sea lion? What am I thinking of? An otter will rape. Otter. That's what otters I meant. Otters rape. I meant. I can't even get the animal rape right. Animals fuck. to death. I'm stupid. I meant otter. Otters sleep holding hands yes. and they rape things They're to death. So cute. Then <laughs> they rape things to death. Yeah, I don't think penguins do that. So I'm gonna go with penguin because they no. have the cuteness, but then they are also not murderers. So yeah. yeah. All right. So we got Unless that you question. Think about out a fish way. as being like they murder fish. Yeah. Well. Well, they they gotta eat. Hmm. Um. So give us. While we wrap up, hmm. give us a one sentence summary of what do IO psychs study? Like, what is the overarching idea of IO psych? The, the overarching idea is human behavior in the workplace. So anything that a social psychologist might study, uh, if we apply an organizational lens to it, hmm. it's, it's IO psychology. Hiring and recruitment and applications is one part of that. Uh, another part is like leadership and team functioning and motivation is a huge part of it. Creativity, ethical decision making. Enron was a, a nice boost for IO psychology. All right. Well, um, we just we talk about what's our lives. What's it? What's our life? And what's going on in your life, Mike? Same. Uh, we, have, we have like an onslaught of holiday parties coming up. Do we? An onslaught? I, I do. It sounds like it's unpleasant. I know. Yeah. This <laughs> a slaughterhouse. Uh, three of... days in a row this week. I have holiday parties. All at work. All different works, different jobs that I do. Oh. Mm. And then Christmas. I was going to say American Christmas, but that's not a thing. <laughs> American Christmas is coming up next week. I don't know when other countries celebrate it. And uh, beyond that, nothing too exciting. Just kind of living my life. What, what do you got going on in your life? The races? There is a ultra marathon the first weekend in January that I might sign up for. How ultra is it? 31 miles. Ooh, in January. Possibly. And then we have a half marathon in February. What's come up in your life? Okay, me? Yeah. Um, is this like another week till Christmas? Yeah. Christmas? It's like a week and a half or something. Yeah. It's a week from Wednesday. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel like that though, you know? Yeah. It feels like, like two weeks away. It doesn't feel like Christmas season. So we're going to California again. Yeah. For Christmas. <laughs> so excited. So excited. Cool. Fourth time this year. All right. That's it, I guess. Well, I love both love of you. you. Love you. Thanks for having me. Say love you. you. Say love you. Say I 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 love you. I love you. Bye. <laughs>an entrance theme which we forgot to so do you have any walking off music you want me to put on over the back of it i tend to listen to pretty depressing music oh so. that's good walking away music what do you yeah. want to walk away to? i mean my favorite song in the world i don't know if i want to share it with people okay so private <laughs> what about that band that we went to see with logan oh david ramirez he's <laughs> awesome yeah. uh one of my favorite songs by david uh where do you even start? Is that what it's called? Watching from a distance. Okay. I love that song. Okay, Find the acoustic version of I'll it. I'll put that on. Yeah, it's All the right. piano version. Perfect. It's so fucking good. Like the truth, I'll be watching from a distance. I'll be watching from a distance.